Hello, fans of volleyball, and welcome to your week one edition of Bump Set Spike, where we dig for the latest hits in MSU volleyball. I'll be your host, Jennifer Swanchero. So thank you for tuning in to week one. It was a huge weekend for Spartan volleyball, to say the least. They made their biggest jump of any team in the American Volleyball Coaches Association coaches poll, and they went from 15 to 9 in the rankings. They received also two votes for number one in the nation. So that says a lot about the Spartan program in the early stages of conference play. The reason for that is because they beat number one Penn State and number 13 Ohio State on the road for the Big Ten opener, and they are now 4-0 and on the road. It's the fourth time in program history that MSU has opened 2-0 in conference play. So big things happening for the Spartans, and hopefully that will carry on throughout the season. But first, let's go through a recap of what happened this weekend before we dive in to what's going to happen in the future for the Spartans and their volleyball program. First, Michigan State traveled to Penn State. They were number one at the time. Now Penn State has dropped back a few spots to number five after their loss to MSU and They beat University of Michigan, thankfully, but uh, it was Michigan State's first time being a number one ranked opponent ever. Penn State is always a force, and in fact, it was only their second conference loss at home since 2006. And on top of that, they actually had more national championships. They had three national championships in that time period between 2006 and today. So huge weekend over there at Penn State for Michigan State, beating the ever-prominent Penn State Nittany Lions. Now going into our players a little bit, Lauren Wazinski, the huge outside hitter, she had 21 kills, 2 aces, and 9 digs. We'll get into a little bit more with her and what she has accomplished so far this season later on the program, so stick around for that. Kristen Kelsey had a double-double, which is, if you don't know what a double-double is, it is double digits in two categories. So she had 27 assists and 11 digs. So great team player there is Kristen Kelsey. Also, Alexis Matthews, she had six blocks, which moved her up to 497 blocks. That means that she is now three away from 500. So you want to stay tuned and see if she reached that milestone or not at Ohio State. But let's dive into the five-set battle that happened there at Penn State. It was 25-23 Spartans, 26-24, 19-25, 19-25, and 15-19. So the first two sets went to the Spartans. Third and fourth went to Penn State, while the last and final set, the one that won it all was the Spartans. They won that one 15-9, so it was a... 3-2 3-2 to two victory for the Spartans. First set, going to dive in. It was a tight point-by-point set, but Penn State's biggest lead was 20-15, to 15, a five-point lead, which is pretty big in volleyball. But MSU was able to come back with 9-3 rally, and that was able to get them the lead to 24-23. It was a lengthy set point, which was finished by a huge kill by the freshman Alyssa Fitterer, who has said to me that she is looking up to Lauren Wazinski as someone she wants to be like as she grows in the Spartan program. And with that set kill, I can see that happening. So she was able to make it a 1-0 lead for the Spartans. Going into the second set, it was point for point again, but Penn State had the largest lead with four, and it was at 23-19. 
MSU ended up tying it at 23-23 with a four-point rally. MSU was at set point when Penn State, unfortunately on their part, went out on error in the second set. So the second set went to the Spartans off of a error, but the Spartans were able to pull out that win in the second set. Going to the third and fourth, both went to Penn State to tie the match at 2-2, pushing it into a final death round of the fifth set. And boy, it was intense, let me tell you that. It was played to 15, which is how the rules are. Wazinski, no surprise, had four kills early, and her mini-me, as I would like to say, Fitterer, she had an ace, which forced the Nittany Lions to a timeout. That was called at 9-6, the Spartans were ahead. And Matthews and Galloway had a block to give MSU the lead. It was 12-8. Lauren Wazinski had a service error that made it 12-9, putting on the heat. Kristen Kelsey and Ebony Scott both made the next two points. Alexis Matthews and Lauren Wazinski made the final block on the Nittany Lions to give the Spartans the huge, glorious win over the number one ranked team to set their weekend off right. Now traveling to Ohio State after that beautiful win against Penn State, Ohio State was ranked number 13 in the country at the time. They now are ranked number 12 in the country. Ohio State received their first loss of the season to Michigan State in sweeping fashion, let me tell you. And before this, Ohio State was undefeated. So Michigan State coming on their turf in Columbus and setting the story straight. All three sets were tight, to say the least. It was 27-25, 25-23, 25-23. Even though it was tight, the Spartans were able to come out on top. Alexis Matthews ended up surpassing the 500 blocks mark, which brought her total to 501 total blocks during the match against Ohio State, which made her the 36th Big Ten athlete and the fourth Spartan to do so. And I got a chance to talk with her, so I'll make sure that you guys are able to listen to that interview a little bit later on in the show of Dig Set Spike. But first, let's dive into the sets. First set, it was Ohio State with the lead early. It was 11-8. Then Chloe Reining, the freshman, had back-to-back kills, and a Ohio State error brought the set to a tie of 11-11. Ohio State ended up pulling ahead to 18-14 when the Spartans took a timeout to regroup. Kathy George always knows when it is necessary to take a little timeout. So with that timeout, the Spartans came back and scored nine unanswered points for a 20-18 to lead. Folks, they went from down 18-14 to for a nine unanswered point drive to 20-18 to to get the lead. The teams then met again, tied both at 23-24, and so it was very tight in the end. But Taylor Galloway was able to bring it to set point with a huge kill. But then Lauren Wazinski, the star to say the least, was able to win the set with an ace. So score now 1-0, diving into the second set. MSU was dominant in the set, pulling a four-point lead over the Buckeyes twice. Ohio State was able to work their way back to tie it 16-16, but three Buckeye errors and a Reinig kill brought the Spartans to a 20-17 lead. But it was a point-for-point battle for the rest of the second set, and it was close at 21-20 for the Spartans when Lauren Wazinski and Kelsey Kuypers had back-to-back kills. Ohio State came back within two points, but a service error by Ohio State ended the second set So a lot of errors for Ohio State, costing them some points. So with that, 
the Spartans are up 2-0 going into the third set. It's time for Michigan State to win it out. And MSU does. They started leading the match by up to five points with a score of 20-15, which forced Ohio State, of course, to take a timeout to get them their last chance. The Buckeyes fought to bring it in within one point at 21-20, but MSU was able to close out the match with senior kills from Lauren Wazinski and Alexis Matthews, another Ohio State error, and a Lauren Wazinski ace as a cherry on the top was able to close out the game and sweep that game for the Spartans and make it a 3-0 win. So Spartans were able to win the weekend 3-2 against Penn State and 3-0 against Ohio State. Now, folks, in Dig Set Spike, it's time for a quick intermission from MSU Volleyball, that is. And now we're going to go and venture in to Big Ten hits. So first of all, four Big Ten schools opened conference play undefeated at 2-0. Minnesota was one of them, Wisconsin, Nebraska, and of course your very own Spartans were able to pull out a 2-0 winning streak so far. And these four schools also have at least 13 victories each, making the Big Ten Conference have the largest number of winning programs currently. So big feat for the Big Ten Conference, looking good for them. Big Ten has eight teams currently ranked in the AVCA Poaches Poll, with four in the top ten, and that includes Penn State, Michigan State, Minnesota, and Nebraska. Now, off from Big Ten hits, as I said earlier, we're going to go in-depth on Lauren Wazinski because she deserves it, that's for sure. She has been a star thus far in the season and it hasn't stopped since it started. This week alone, she was named Sports Imports American Volleyball Coaches Association Player of the Week. It was announced on October 1st. She is the sixth MSU player to claim this honor, third since 2003. So that's a whole decade that not one MSU player was awarded this weekly honor. So huge congratulations goes out to Wazinski for that honor, but also for getting her second Big Ten Player of the Week award. She was awarded it also on the week of September 16th, as well as the week of September 30th. So twice so far this season already, Lauren Wazinski has been given the honor of being Big Ten Player of the Week. Recently, she also achieved the 2,000 kills mark, which is huge for any volleyball player. She's the third MSU player and the ninth Big Ten player ever in history. Huge feat for Lauren Wazinski, and now... With that, she is 180 kills away from moving into the NCAA's top 25 all-time. And after talking to their SID, it's definitely going to happen this season because Wazinski is always putting up huge kill numbers. So look for that to happen later on this season. She also surpassed 1,000 digs at Penn State this weekend, which is not an easy feat for a 6'1 outside hitter. So 1,000 digs, 2,000 kills. What else is next? But also... She's MSU's all-time leader and ranks fourth all-time in the Big Ten in service aces with 243 in her career thus far. So Lauren Wazinski, a name to look out for, and I feel that Lauren Wazinski's name, and I feel that Lauren Wazinski's name will be reoccurring on Dig Set Spike quite a bit every week. So stay tuned for that and see what happens as the season goes on. Who knows? She she has the capabilities to be 
an even bigger star than she is today. Now heading into the weekly preview, what's going to happen this weekend? It's going to be an opening of Big Ten play at home at Jenison Fieldhouse for the Spartans. Both games will be at 7 p.m. They'll be taking on Illinois and Northwestern. Friday's match against Illinois, you can purchase family four-packs. It's $30, and you get four tickets, four drinks, and four hot dogs, nachos, or pretzels, making me a little hungry. (laughs) But you can purchase that for $30, and that's also available at the Northwestern game on Saturday, along with the family four-pack for $30. It is also Girl Scout night, freshman meet and greet with the new players, and pajamin. No, folks, I don't make this up. It's pajamin. So players want you to come out and support them while being cozy in the stands. So as I said, Friday is going to be family four packs available. $30, you get four tickets, four drinks, and four hot dogs, nachos, or pretzels. On Saturday, it's the game against Northwestern. That same deal is available. It's also Girl Scout night, freshman meet and greet, and also it's pajamin. So wear your comfy pajamas to the game and get a little cozy. Now let's dive into the real sport and see what's going to happen this weekend. Kind of give it a little preview. The game against Illinois is on Friday. It's at 7 p.m. and it's going to be broadcast on Big Ten Digital Network if you have that capability of getting a hold of that. It is also going to be on Spartan Sports Network on the radio, so tune in either way you can. But it should be a routine match for the Spartans to pull a win out because Illinois is currently 5-7. and seven. And the Fighting Illini are the only team currently under 500 right now in the Big Ten, but they did play seven ranked teams in its non-conference schedule, so you have to take that into consideration. But still, Spartans have been playing really well thus far this season. But Illinois currently holds the winning record against MSU at 22-44, so you don't ever know what's really going to happen. And in fact, Illinois won the last matchup on the road at Jenison Fieldhouse last November, So keep your eyes. This could be an upset. You never know. It's a little upset alert. It could happen. Diving into Saturday's game, it's at 7 p.m. It's against Northwestern. It's at home as well at Jonathan Fieldhouse. Northwestern is currently 9-5 overall after splitting last weekend with a loss at Nebraska and a sweep at home. They were just tweaked out of the AVCA poll. But MSU won five of the last six meetings with Northwestern's lone win at Jenison last year. But the series history overall, it is a close one with Northwestern having a slight lead of 33-32. to So it's going to be a tough weekend for the Spartans to pull out a couple wins at home. But you also have to take in the home court advantage. Spartans are always on point when they have a huge supporting fan base. So fans, go out there and support your Spartans because they are looking for your help to help them get their record to 4-0 and in the Big Ten Conference so far. But now it's time for a few sit-down interviews, as I had promised you earlier in the program, with both Kathy George and Alexis Matthews. She's a senior from Renaissance High School in Detroit who surpassed 500 blocks last weekend at Ohio State. And she has a family fan section counting down every milestone from here on out. But first, I'm going to let you listen to my interview with Coach Kathy George and what she had to say about last weekend and also about senior Alexis Matthews. Sitting down with Coach George and uh, big weekend, obviously opening up the Big Ten season. What did you see from your players that you maybe not had seen before? 
Well, I thought that our team played really well from behind, and I guess I've seen glimpses of that already, but the way they did that in each and every game against Penn State was really important, and the fact that they just they just played and they kept their minds on what was important and uh, didn't get frazzled with anything. They just kind of kept the course and, and just kept doing what they needed to do. What have you done uh, this week? After, you know, I heard that you had a day off on Monday, mm -hmm. much needed and deserved. Um, what's going on this week and coming into Indiana and Northwest at home? Well, um, actually, when we, you know, we had to have that day off on Monday, it's, uh, you know, you take one day off at the NC2A, but it was really nice because we got back on Sunday night after a Sunday game, and, and it gave everybody a chance to get caught up with all their schoolwork and everything else and, and then get their minds wrapped around. I think the, um, you know, the, uh, the, the well-wishers here have been just outstanding, you know, all the, all the fans and friends that, that were really excited for our team. Um, that was really neat for our team to experience, but our captains and, our, um, and all the members of our team have been like, hey, we've got 18 more to go and so they're keeping it real and they're they're saying hey it's a long season and this is just the beginning and so we need to get ourselves wrapped around Illinois who was in the final four only two years ago and and a lot of those players are returning they're here on Friday night and then Northwestern is always a good team led by Stephanie Holthus who's so good um, you know on Saturday night so uh, we realize how good those teams are you know and they've already gotten the tape and they already have all their their scouting materials and and uh, so they have a they have a real good idea but it's nothing new, those kids that return. The freshmen just have to get on board and understand exactly how good all these opponents really are. Have you seen any leaders maybe step up that they hadn't this weekend? Um, you know, I just think everybody did their part at different times and came up with clutch plays. And so we've had, we've had, uh, you know, everybody that's on the court is a leader at some point. And I think, you know, that's that's just with the clutch play that they make or just the way that they maybe refocus uh, people just through their words or actions or that type of thing. And so we saw that throughout. And uh, in in plays, I, I think everybody comes up with a key play. I mean, even you know, against um, although her numbers didn't look the part for Kelsey Kuypers, but she came up with two huge blocks late in the game uh, against Penn State and that's just it's things like that where people step up and and do their job and and uh, the team kind of just is able to ride off of that and could you talk a little bit about Alexis Matthews she had uh, her 500th block this weekend yeah I mean you know she's a force to be reckoned with and uh, Alexis Matthews you know has come a long way in her volleyball uh, volleyball career here in terms of where she started and where she is now and and uh, just gets better and better all the time and and I still feel that there's another level in her that she'll experience when she plays professionally after this and you know but uh, but but she's just really done a nice job and 500 blocks is a big is a big total I don't know exactly where that puts her in Mich Michigan State but I know it's up at the top so um, that's exciting for her and for the program. Well, thanks so much, Coach Thank George. You. Good luck this weekend. Thank you very much. Sitting here with senior Alexis Matthews, who just surpassed 500 blocks. How did that feel for you getting uh, you know, 500 blocks this weekend at Ohio State? It felt great. I didn't think it was coming that soon, but I mean, you know, obviously it feels awesome to, you know, be able to pass such a pretty big milestone. What is the next milestone you're shooting for then? I'm shooting for a thousand kills. Um, I think they said I was like 768 or something. You probably have to ask my dad. He keeps all this tally for me. Like I wasn't even thinking about all this coming in to the season. So um, yeah, like he's like, okay, you need this much. Like he's already tallied like the number of kills per game I have to have if I'm going to reach it. You know, it's 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 pretty funny. So yeah, I think that's next on the agenda to get a thousand kills. Yeah. Would you say that your dad's your biggest fan then? Oh yeah, my whole family's like huge fans. I don't think. I don't know, you'd 
probably like my parents would probably fight about who's the biggest fan. So I mean, you know, we're all like, I mean, I just love all the support that I get from them, you know. And then your two little brothers, you're the oldest sibling by how many years? Uh, there's 17 years between me and our youngest. And like we're all pretty spread out because um, me and uh, my next oldest younger brother, there's six years between us. And there's about seven and a half, eight years between my little sister, and then there's 15 with Wendell, and then there's 17 with Winston. A lot of math. Yeah. But so <laughs> the youngest is five, and that is Winston. Uh -huh. And then the next oldest is Wendell, who is seven. Yep. And could you maybe go into that story? I had heard a little about, you know, the twins and how you were able to help your mother and yeah. father and go through that process and how it's made you maybe a stronger person. Yeah. Um, so I think it was like the summer before my junior year of high school. Um, my mom went into premature labor with the twins. Um, we had one twin for three days. She passed. Um, and then like for the next nine months, it was a pretty uphill battle with Wendell, like just trying to make sure, uh, you know, he was just very, very touch and go for a while. Um, like, and my parents would be at the hospital for at, at least maybe 12 hours out of the day. So, like, during that time, like, I was just busy, you know, just taking care of my brother and sister, just making sure they were, like, fed and entertained, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, like, it was just, like, a really stressful time for us all, like, just dealing, like, with the grief of the one we lost, and then, like, we're trying to make sure... We're trying to like still keep on alive and you know just like to see how far he's come has you know it's it's been inspiring and how has wendell uh been a big fan of yours you know i see him at all the games afterwards <laughs> he seems like a big fan too oh of course of course uh i think he's just like more i mean he loves like the game he loves to like watch me he's like i think he's gotten into this little uh, you know, like how the announcers to say, like, you know, point Michigan State. And he's like imitating, like, point Michigan State, you know. <laughs> it was just so cute. But yeah, I mean, like, my whole family really are just, they're my biggest fans, and, you know, I love them. Having the family is, uh, is definitely a great thing to have. But uh, opening the Big Ten season with the 2 0, how's that feel as a senior, too? Oh, it feels amazing. Like, it's literally probably the best weekend we've had in like the history of the program like literally <laughs> um like we were able to take down penn state i mean you know like i was like i'm amazed by it because you know not very many people can say they've even had the chance to go up against the number one team in the nation and even fewer can say that they've had the opportunity to like beat them you know it's still like kind of surreal like <laughs> i don't think it's completely hit me yet too because i'm just like okay well now we got this weekend and um, I think it was just like a great show of maturity for the team to come back and, um, you know, and defeat Ohio State in three. I mean, because it could have just, because we could have just easily rested on like that Penn State victory and not, I guess, not really taken Ohio State as seriously. So I think we had like a very good focus coming into the weekend overall. And I'm, you know, I'm glad that that showed up in, in both games. And senior year. How have you felt that you've grown over the past three years going into four? How has this MSU experience helped you to be who you are? I'm glad, like, I've been able to, like, you know, just improve my skills, like, exponentially. 
You know, like I'm pretty sure Kathy and they can probably explain it a lot better than I than I can because I just like have a very like objective view of everything. You know, it's like yeah, I've gotten good, but you know, I'm you know I'm all right. <laughs> but like I've, it's been like a great experience. I'm glad that I've been been able to have it, like to be able to go all these different places and do all these different things and learn all these different you know lessons that I can carry on you know, throughout my whole life, you know. The time management, you know, is a big one. I mean, I'm still working on that, but, like, it's, you know, it's still, like, an awesome thing to have done. So, now that you're a senior, I hear you might be thinking about playing volleyball after college. Is that true? Yes, yes. I'd love to be able to go overseas and play, you know. I'm not sure where. I would like, I'm thinking, I would like to go to, like, France or, like, Italy, because I know those are, like, big... They're, they're pretty big fashion meccas, and, you know, I'm a fashion design major, so, you know, I can go over there, I can play, maybe see what strings I can pull over there, find some work, you know, and um, go from there. So, you know, I'm really looking forward to it. What's your favorite designer? I don't really have one, you know. I, I have a pretty, like, eclectic style myself, so, I mean... If somebody comes out with something that I really like, then, uh, you know, then I like it. I think, uh, who is my favorite? I don't really have one. I can't say. I really like Christian Siriano right now. Like, I've, I mean, he was always, like, my favorite on the Project Runway. He's just a funny guy, you know. And, like, he's very creative, and I, like, love, I love a lot of his work. And there's also this one wedding dress designer, I think her name is Galia Lahav, and she just makes beautiful dresses. Like, I found her on Instagram, <laughs> just browsing one day, and I'm just like, wow, like, I'm just always in awe of her work. And, you know, I, I really do, like, I don't know what I want to do, but I have, like, gotten into, like, I think my favorite things to draw are, like, evening wear and bridal. So, like, I mean, if I could work for her or, like, you know, just... Even, like, start, you know, just, like, get, like, a good start in some industry. I would love to do, like, one of those, you know. So if you had to maybe redo the uh, volleyball uniforms, would you do that? Would you change something around with it? Oh, yeah. I've had, I've already, I've designed a ton of jerseys. Like, just, like, just doodling, you know. I designed one, like, a one-shoulder jersey, like, back when that was, like, a really, like, that, back when that was really hot. And, like, I think some designers said they were, like, designing, like, a one-shoulder sports bra, too. So I was like, oh, that's perfect. You know, this was, like, way, I think it was, like, maybe three or so years ago. But, yeah. Um, yes, I've definitely designed plenty of jerseys in my day. <laughs> well, world, look out for Alexis Matthews, because not only is she a volleyball star, but she is also a hopeful future fashion designer. Thank you so much, Alexis, for sitting down and talking with me. As I had said earlier, a huge weekend for Spartan Volleyball this past weekend, beating not only number one Penn State, but Ohio State number 13 at the time as well. So the next challenge for the Spartans will come this weekend as the Spartans have their first home conference matches against Illinois and Northwestern both Friday and Saturday at 7 p.m. Tickets are still available, and you can get that family four-pack for $30. You can also tune in to both matches on the Spartan Sports Network, or you can tune in online and watch the Illinois game. It's on Big Ten Digital Network. So tune in, go to the games, and support your Spartan volleyball team as they hope to make it 4-0 and in the Big Ten Conference. For Impact Sports and Dig Set Spike, I'm Jennifer Swanchera, your host. Thanks for tuning in and hope you tune in next time.